It's great to be back with WGN. It's White Sox Weekly on the official radio station of the Chicago White Sox. 720 WGN. 720 WGN. Mark Harmon with you, and this is a big day. As we have Sox Fest right around the corner, and we've got the Senior Vice President, Sales and Marketing, Brooks Boyer. Now, Brooks, we're going to do this in a very respectful way. I don't exactly know how I'm going to do this, but you have something to sell now, Brooks Boyer. It's a, it's a different game for you. So this has to be enormously exciting that your fan base is super geeked up and can't wait for opening day. Yeah, I mean, it's it's as as our ad campaign talks about. It's time to change the game. It's time to change the mentality. It's time to change the perception. Uh, you know, I, I think you know Ricky has has said uh, quite often. You know that that as we go through this process, um, you know the the focus becomes what's on the field. And from a, a marketing perspective, uh, when you look at the collection of of players that we have, I mean, it's it's super exciting and. and and it's great to, to to sit here and have expectations, expectations from fans, expectations from ourselves. Uh, it's 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 a lot of fun, and it's it's energizing, it's exciting, and you know when when you can have a guy, you know like Leroy Hawkins uh, from from Chicago PD, uh, who's a, a Southside White Sox fan, uh, involved and engaged. Uh, he's he's just brought kind of a new level of enthusiasm. To some of the things that we're able to to put out there, and when you can put you know these players out front, uh, it is it is a lot of fun. And 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 the personalities that we have, you know, Mark, not not all the people listening know the personalities in that clubhouse, but there are a lot of fun guys uh, that that are engaged. They're engaged, you know, socially. Social media is a big thing. They've grown up with it. They're they're comfortable telling you what they ate for lunch on Instagram. And uh, it's it's a lot of fun to, to to work with these guys and and to be able to up their profiles in the market as uh, as as the game continues to change and 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 we continue to go through this rebuilding process that has evolved into a new stage. Brooks Boyer with us here on seven twenty WGN. It's White Sox Weekly. All right, let's go into that clubhouse, Brooks, because there's so many guys that I enjoy talking to. It's a it's a great clubhouse. Uh, Tim Anderson, though, he's been out, out front for you guys for a long time. And for a guy like that who's staying around Chicago, very much in the community, he's not like the most verbose guy of all time, but he wants to be the face, right? He loves being out there. To have that guy as an asset, that's a huge thing for you, is it not? It, it is. And, and, and Tim is, you know, as, as wonderful of a player he is, uh, he's an even better human being. He's, he's just a great guy. Great family, great values, you know, all the things that, that you would want in a guy uh, who's going to represent our brand and, and, and represent the White Sox. Uh, you know, on top of that, he he plays with a chip on his shoulder. He plays with with aggression, an unapologetic way of playing the game that resonates with not just White Sox fans, but with baseball fans. Uh, the guy gets after it, and and that's the mentality of of this team. You know, they you know they play bolder, they play louder, they play faster. That's that's what this team uh, wants to do. That's what this team is going to do. So it makes it uh, very exciting uh, to just say, "Hey, world, here they are." That doesn't promise you know that we're that that we're going to win the World Series. It doesn't promise that uh, you're going to make the playoffs. 
uh, what it promises an exciting brand of of, of baseball uh, that you know has the potential to have sustained success and that's what that's what we're excited about you know we we want to be a team that's in the tournament every year and and we want to promote a team and let fans know what these guys are all about and um, I think they want that too and you know obviously obviously that's why you play the 162 games is to get in that tournament and I think that's what you'll see the focus being moving forward well, and I also think when you look at baseball as a whole, the whole we're here not just to play the game, we're here to change it. Baseball has a little bit of an identity crisis going on right now, right? You've got an older fan base. You're trying to connect to younger people. So it feels to me like the White Sox are on the cutting edge of that, right? This is, hey, people want more excitement in the game. They want a little more edge. And you guys have that, and you're leaning into it rather than running away from it. Well, yeah, and that's and that's a perception. You know, the perception, oh, it's all old people that watch baseball. That's not the case. Um, you know, when you think about playing, like you said, playing, you know, bold, playing loud, playing fast, those types of things are exciting. You look at, at the World Series from last year. You know, Alex Bregman, you know, walked his bat down to first base and gave it to his first base coach. Uh, you know, then then Soto sees that he does the same thing. That's fun. Now, some of the old guard maybe maybe doesn't like that, uh, but it is an, a a new world of baseball. And and yes, we're leaning in, and and we want we want this to be fun. And I think you're going to see uh, when we talk about change the game, we're not just talking about. Um, you know, some you know, trying trying to win more games. That's 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 obviously very important. You know, but we're trying to change the experience for our fans here, and 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 make this as engaging and as fun of an experience as as we possibly can. So, you know, we're, we're this is an entire organizational type thing. And 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 you look, I think the Chicago Blackhawks did a terrific job when they had a cast of young players of creating one goal. And and we certainly got inspiration, you know, from from that, and and it has worked. And you know, change the game is something that that we believe is um, not just you know marketing department slogan. You know, we we've, we've talked to our players about this, and 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 they're bought in, and and that's something that's important because this is organizational, which includes our fan base. Well, Timmy started it last year with Brad Keller. I mean, that whole incident, and he, he it, rather than like being like, I'm just really, really sorry, and I, that's not me, and I'm never going to do that again, that's not what he did. Uh, you know, and he, and he accepted his one-game suspension and all that, but he said, look, you know, I'm, I'm here to do something different. I, I love it. I, I, I absolutely love yeah, it. Yeah, he, he changes the game, but the, Yoan Mankata can change the game. You know, with 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 one swing of the bat, you know, or 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 one play, you know, you look at you know what what is you know with Eloy, with with uh, all the guys with Grandal, with Abreu, all these guys can be game changers. And and you know, heck, I didn't even get into our pitching staff, uh, which which can all do that. So, uh, you know, we're really excited about the extensions that that this can have and how it connects and engages with our our fan base. I also love that you guys did not shy away from putting the Eloy homer at Wrigley Field. All over the uh, the marketing, that that was hey, one. Of, that was the, that changed the game, right? It it, it absolutely did. A one one game in the ninth inning, a two run bomb at Wrigley with Sox fans going crazy. It was it was fan, it was fantastic. Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing Brooks Poyer with us here, seven twenty WGN Sox Fest coming up. 
Friday, January 24th, the 25th, uh, McCormick Place. I know. I think Saturday is sold out. Is that right, Brooks? Saturday is sold out. There are tickets available. Friday only tickets. Uh, you know, we're, look, we, we won't. <laughs> I, I, I'm sounding silly now. I'll, I'll get made fun of on Twitter for keep saying this, but uh, you know, we're changing the game on Soxfest a little bit too. Of of going to 100,000 square feet of of open space at, at McCormick Place for two days. A great way for our fans to uh, connect and engage with uh, the new players, uh, with with the the players that are that are coming up and you know to just get excited for baseball it's it's pitchers and catchers were were just over a month away and uh you know Sox Fest is the unofficial kickoff of the of the season uh, and and it'll be a great way we're going to have more autograph stages uh we have two different seminar stages a lot of interactive games uh it's going to be a great time we are, we always look forward in the winter to bring uh to to give the opportunity to bring Sox fans together and 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 start talking about the team and obviously there's a lot to talk about and um, you know I think Sports radio will be a buzz uh, with with the White Sox as we head into Glendale, Arizona. We are looking forward to it, and uh, yes, full full show uh, coming up next week from Sox Fest. Friday only passes, by the way. They're forty five bucks. You got Jose Abreu, Tim Anderson, Lucas Giolito, Yasmani Grandal, Eloy's going to be there. Yoan's going to be there. Ricky, Cease, Bummer. I mean, we can. They're all going to be there. Carmen. Mark Carmen. Mark Carmen's going to be damn there. Damn straight. Uh, what <laughs> What are we doing for Hawk this year, Brooks? Because uh, Damn it! He made the Hall of Fame. That was so uh, sweet. It's it's one of those things where, you know, finally it happened. Uh, you know, all of us felt strongly that 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 Hawk was more than deserving of the of of the honor and 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 the award. And you know, just to to, to know the emotions and and of of, of Hawk for him to get in uh, was was terrific. Uh, so we will absolutely celebrate Hawk at the ballpark this year. So I, I went on my honeymoon, you should know this, and uh, I was laying on the beach. I read two books. One of them was Hawk's book, and I didn't realize what a complete lunatic Hawk Harrelson was. Like, oh, I'm in a slump. What do I, what do, I do? Well, I'm going to go get in a bar brawl. That, that's my strategy. I mean, it was yeah. – and, and how many friends the guy had. It, I, it, was a, it was a great read, but Hawk Harrelson was a, he's a, he's a crazy dude, Brooks Boyer. How great would it have been if there was social media around when Hawk was right? Well, when Hawk was Hawk, it, it would be legendary. Uh, but you know, that's uh, you know, the Hawk has been no different um, from the time that he played to the time that he broadcast. I mean, you could hear it on the air. He probably wanted to get in a bar brawl when he was mad at the at the club at some point or or an official. But you know, it's 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 unique and and that's what belongs in the hall of fame is is when someone brings a flair to the game for a sustained period of time that mattered and 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 hawk mattered so it's uh it's it's great that and and deserving that that he's going to be in the hall of fame no doubt no doubt all right i I read a bunch of these promos every week here about tickets but i just want to give you a chance to talk about it you guys have phenomenal values twenty dollars for lower level seats, um, you know, you can do multiple packages. So if people are interested in getting tickets to see the 2020 White Sox. What do they do? Well, individual tickets go on sale next week. Uh, but as you could probably imagine, uh, with the evolution of the team, season ticket packages where, where people can secure uh, the best seats uh, to the games that they want uh, are available, uh, whether it's a, a full season plan, a 40-game plan, 20-game plan, or 10-game plan. 
Give us a call. We'll customize the games. Uh, check out, check us out online, whitesox.com, uh, season tickets. Uh, there's a way to customize a plan to make sure that, that you come to the games that, that you want to go to. So let us help you out, and, and, and we'll put you into a season plan. And, you know, gosh, like I said, it's, it's, it's fun to talk about expectations. It's fun to hear from our fans about getting season tickets. And they ask the question, and they mean it is, you know, do these come with postseason options? It's nice to have those expectations, and you know I know Ricky and the boys are, are are looking forward to living up to those expectations and taking on those challenges. As are we in the front office. Yeah, what can you answer that question? Like, do you have do you have to buy a minimum of forty to have deep postseason eligible? How does that work? Or do you not know? Well, there's 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 different there's different options for for the different plans. Okay. Uh, so de- depending on obviously if you have a a full season plan, uh, you're going to get your seats for for all of the postseason. And then as you go down in plans, uh, there's there's options, but they may be lesser. Right. Right. Makes sense. All right. Brooks, we're fired up. Thanks for being on. We'll see you at Sox Fest. All right. Go Sox. Can't wait. Uh, Tickets on sale next week. Tickets on sale next week. Brooks Boyer, our guy, Senior Vice President, Sales and Marketing, 720 WGN. Pick 10 plans on sale now. Get ready for the 2020 season with the flexible and affordable ticket plan. You can pick your games, your opponents, your schedule with lower-level plans starting at just $205. Visit WhiteSox.com to pick your plan today. We are just talking about that with Brooks Boyer. And yes, Sox Fest is returning January 24th and the 25th in a new location. It's at McCormick Place. The two-day Fan Fest will span more than 100,000 square feet, offering more ways to connect with your favorite Sox stars. Sox Fest 2020, presented by Beggar's Pizza, guaranteed rate, Old Dominion Freight Lines, Securian Financial, and Wintrust. Single and two-day passes on sale now. Get yours at whitesocks.com slash SoxFest. At the wall, a 380 gone. A three-run homer for Tim Anderson. 3-1 White Sox. Back to White Sox Weekly on 720 WGN. 720 WGN. Time to bring in the Wimperoo. Tom Pachork is with us. And uh, Wimpy, let's start with your guy Hawk getting in the Hall of Fame. Did he call you up and 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 start crying or anything? Did he have a reaction, or have you not even heard from the guy and he's acting like it didn't happen? <laughs> no, I called Hawk up. And, you know, he was like uh, – he was very calm. And clean. I was really excited for him. I swear, I was jumping up and down and you know, screaming like a little kid. And, he, you know, as usual, he says, uh, calm down, Whippy. You'll be all right. <laughs> But uh, no, actually, you know, I was, I was just, I, I thought it was, it, it didn't come soon enough. You know, I think Hawk has paid his dues. He's done a, been a great asset to baseball over the years. Uh, you know, just for the game itself, not only from the broadcasting aspect of it. So you know, um, and uh, you know, the last thing I said at, at the Hawks uh, retirement thing at um, at the ballpark. Uh, when I got a chance to to introduce him, I says, you know, when you folks come to come to the ballpark, look up there, that broadcast booth, and remember remember the locker room, and remember one thing, he gone, <laughs> but he'll never ever be forgotten, and that's what I think uh, a hawk is. He's gone, but he's never going to be forgotten, and he's going to live on in infamy with the, especially the White Sox. I mean, <laughs> you know, he was the ultimate homer. That, and everybody knew that, but he was such an enjoyable character of the game, and uh, and and I was so proud to work with him for 12 years. It it, it was phenomenal, phenomenal television. 
I I spent my honeymoon in Jamaica, Whippy, but I was, you know, I had did some reading and I read Hawk's book. It finally, maybe I started it a while back, but I I, I finally sat down and read the the final three hundred pages or so. And have you read it for one? I have not. Okay, so first off, you know, when I, I, I told Hawk that once I put his book down, I can't pick it up again. <laughs> I'm kidding. You're, so he he he's obviously extremely complimentary to you, his favorite broadcast partner, all that. And then he tees up the one fight I ever had with Tom Pachorik, and if, I'm I'm remembering this, I think correctly, he was gaga over Michael Jordan and his golf game, and maybe his baseball game too. And you challenged him on it, and there was a little bit. <laughs> do you remember this? Yeah, yeah, I said, uh, yeah, it, it did have to do with Michael, and, uh, and, you know, Michael wasn't very good at golf or baseball, to be honest with you. He was, the, he, he was and, and I still think he's the greatest basketball player of all time, but as, you know, as Clint Eastwood once said in that movie, a man's got to know his limitations. <laughs> and, and I think that was the gist of it. It lasted about five seconds, and that was over with. Yeah, I was like, I'm really. I, I thought, the dog, you know. <laughs> I, when, when he started teeing it up, I thought it was going to be like this real fight about something. And it's like oh, it's, no, it's about God, Michael no. Jordan's golf game. <laughs> well, you know, one time we were playing golf, and I dropped my putter accidentally as as Hawk was going to shoot like a 65 or something. Charlie Huff was standing right next to me. And it distracted him. He missed this little putt. And that's the first time I think he really got mad at me. And I don't blame him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I also didn't realize, and I should have known this, but he literally was friends with everyone. Guy had so many oh, contacts. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, big-time guys. Yeah. You know, he, Ted Williams and he were very close. And Kyle Yastrzemski and, uh, uh, you know, Mr. Yawkey with the, uh, the owner of the uh, – Red Sox and uh, Arnold Palmer. You know, and, and, oh, Arnold! Yeah, they were they golfed together for many years, and you know they lived at uh, uh, the uh, at the same course. Okay. You know, in, in Orlando, so you know I know his uh, uh, exposure to, to to a lot of very uh, very important people. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, they, you know he's one of those charismatic characters that was kind of drawn to them. You know, he, he did a lot of things that other people didn't like. Like he told me, I don't know, one of my favorite was when Hawk bought all these Nehru suits, and before he could wear them, they were out of style. You know, <laughs> <laughs> most people most people go ahead and wear them. I would assume, but you know, the... <laughs> I was <laughs> lucky. I wasn't around. Yeah, but uh, but no, Hawk was uh, uh, one of the really great characters of the game. You know, and. Uh, you know, one of the things, Mark, that I've always thought about, especially from a broadcasting standpoint, the one thing that I want out of an announcer that I'm listening to is I want to be entertained by that guy. You know, I want him to know his stuff, explain the game and, you know, the, the uh, what happened, the why it happened, everything. But I want him to have a good sense of humor, and I want to be entertained by them. And Hawk really did that. All his... Uh, Hawkisms were so entertaining, you know. And, and, you know, and I'm I'm attracted to guys like Hawk, like Harry Carey, a uh, Howard Gazelle, 
Skip Carey was a was a great uh, uh, announcer too. You know that uh, that followed along those lines. I think uh, that a lot of guys are more stereotypical right now with the uh, famous broadcast voice and stuff that, to me, aren't that aren't that entertaining. And that's what that's what I I always thought that we put on a show when we worked together that was entertaining for the fan. Sit back and strip it down. Yeah, unique. Yeah, you uh, all of it and everybody you name there. I I completely agree. And Euchre, Vince Scully, whoever. And- oh my God, Euchre. Yeah, he's you know uh, Euchre too is you know Vin Vince Scully. The, you know Hawk is in the same class with those guys. Yeah. I was, I was driving up to a Brewers game and I'm and uh, I'm in the park. I'm waiting to get in the parking lot. And Euchre's on the radio. He's like, he's like oh, look, see with this traffic here. We always tell you guys to come on out here early, but you never listen. He <laughs> <laughs> was Harry Doyle personified. Remember the character in Major League? Yeah, of course. And, you know, I remember one time we interviewed Hawk, uh, Euchre during a rain delay in uh, at either County Stadium. We had him on for about an hour. And the you know, first thing Hawk says to Euchre, you know, they look a lot alike. He said that, boy, that nose of yours sure getting big, you can, and you can look at it. Didn't that eye? He says, you know, if your nose was a quarter of an inch longer, you'd be on the Discovery Channel. <laughs> and, and right off the top of his head, I was laughing so hard. And, you know, to be around people like that was, was so much fun. So much fun. And, uh, you know, and Hawk and, and Euchre were together was uh, was really a riot. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're making me think of a, a Harry skit that's out there, too, where he asked Ron Sano if he wore his, his uh, toupee to bed. <laughs> hey, Ronnie, which one you're going to wear today? I remember when, it, when one of them started on fire during the game. Yeah, stood up in the Mets press box and got his hair on fire. Sano, oh, San, Sano's answer for the record was, I wear a hat, Harry. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you can't replace those memories uh, either. You know, they're just so much fun. Yeah. And, uh, uh, God, you know, and I just can't believe that all this time has passed. You know, we're senior citizens now, and I'm thinking, oh, my Lord. Yeah, it's crazy, it's, uh, right? What's uh, happened? This, what's happened? This this father time thing, the whole undefeated thing, that's that's, that's no lie. He waits, for, he waits for no one. Yeah. That's why I really thank my you got to enjoy every day you have. You know, uh, I'm going to play golf with my grandson and my son right now. To, you know, but we have a nice day in Atlanta today. You know, I'm going to enjoy them as much as I can. And uh, uh, so batting practice whatever I can to my kids, grandkids, and uh, and just enjoy every day the best, uh, the best we can because you just don't know how many more we got. That's that's why people love you, Wimperoo. That that joy for life, it, it comes through, and you're obviously a 1,000% correct in what you're saying. Uh, but which, by the way, as we transition to the field, Sox fans, you should be enjoying a lot on the field this year every single day. I mean, what do you like most about this team, the way it's coming together? Boy, I'll tell you what, I like the moves they made. You know, I like the addition of uh, Keiko and Gio Gonzalez to the rotation. You know, uh, Giolito's going to have some help there. And, uh, you know, and uh, Encarnacion, he's a factor. You know, he's going to hit some home runs. I, I'm glad they re-signed uh, Abreu. Moncada is going to get nothing but better, and Timmy Anderson won a batting title last year. You know, so I think the the uh, the pieces are there. You know, and I, I think Cleveland is on a is on a downhill plane right now, and I'm not so sure that Minnesota 
will be as good as they were last year either. And, uh, you know, then you got Detroit and, and Kansas City who are who should be non-qualifiers this year. So I, I like the Sox chances. I think uh, – and Ricky Renteria is perfect for that ball club. You know, the, there's a lot of Latin influx, in, you know, on the team, and Ricky fits the, fits the Sox absolutely perfect. He's a great guy, but he's also a good disciplinarian too. And he'll make sure everybody toes the line and plays uh, what he considers to be good White Sox baseball. You know, the only thing that I didn't like the Sox doing was not bringing back Yomer Sanchez. And I'm hoping that sometime that if he doesn't sign with anybody, they can bring him back. Because he actually, Mark, was my favorite player over the last couple of years. You know, he had an energy and a vibe about him that was irreplaceable. And those are the kind of guys you know, that have that intrinsic value to the team, not only on the field, but in the clubhouse. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I love Yomer, and he was great to be around every day. Loved putting on that White Sox uniform, and wherever oh. he right? Uh, and wherever, yeah, wherever he lands, I wish him nothing but the best of luck. You know, my favorite Yomer moment, remember, was somebody hit a walk-off homer, and I was doing a game with uh, uh, Jason Panetti, and Yomer came out with, with the water cooler poured it on his own head. Yeah. I thought that was one of the funniest moments. It was the, uh, oh, my God, I can't remember who, who hit the home run. Uh, but, uh, uh, you know, he, he was one of those guys that, geez, you know, this is the guy you can't get rid of well, because uh, he's important to the team, and hopefully they'll, they'll find a way to get him back. Yeah. I, it's funny, too, because I remember that exact moment. I have no idea who hit the walk-off homer. I can look it up here. But. Well, his, brother, his brother's on the Golden State Warriors. He's out for the season. Oh, Trace shooter. Thompson. Trace Thompson. So, Trace, uh, Thompson. Thompson, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That, uh, was, that was the guy. Yeah, that's that's funny. Uh, the, the, uh, the White Sox put out their slogan this week, Tom, and the whip were with us here on 720 WGN. We're not just here to play the game. We're here to change it. And so they're talking about a, a little brashness. They're talking about a little in your face, a little more, a little more edge, which I think baseball is, is starting to lean into. And, you know, the whole marketing of their players to get guys out there a little bit more. So, so fans know, you know, who they're coming to the ballpark to see, not just, you know, a guy in a cap who you, you don't really connect with you know so I, I mean I think I think I think it's a great idea and I think it's something that fans want right no I always felt like one of the jobs of a uh, of a player as well as an announcer for the Sox was to get out in the community and uh, the Sox do a great job of that Christine O'Reilly and, uh, and 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 the whole crew over there really do a great job of getting the guys out and I think they're going to really emphasize now because we got better players and, uh, you know, it's like uh, we're, we're, we're going to, there's payback, <laughs> you know, in, in store for you guys who have been beating us up for the last few years. And now I think uh, the Sox, I, I'd be very disappointed. You know, I, I, I look back on, I think it was back in 1990 when the Sox had a kind of a dismal year prior to that. And what they brought in, Tim Raines. And it was the influx of Frank Thomas and Robin Ventura was on the cusp and Alex Fernandez and the team won like 90 games that year. And we're, we're really contenders, uh, you know, coming out of nowhere. 
And uh, I think that this could be that type of year for the Sox to be in around that 90 win category. And I, and I'd be disappointed if they didn't. Yeah, the the biggest concern you have, I'm assuming, is the pitching. Am I missing something here? Well, I think maybe a little bit with the relief pitchers. I'm not really familiar with the guys, but um, I think uh, I think the starting pitcher is going to be very representative. I think they're they're going to have guys. Giolito's the number one on any staff. The way he threw the ball last year was incredible. But I think uh, the other guys are going to keep them in ball games. And with the renewed offense that I really believe the Sox are going to have this year, they're going to score a lot more runs and make it easier for those pitchers. So you expect uh, Lucas to keep going forward? Because I'm sure some people are worried, like, is he going to regress? But you, you, you think that he's right there, solid ground, and you're going to get a great Lucas Giolito? Oh, absolutely. I think, I think he's the number one guy. I saw him pitch a couple times and uh, was amazed uh, at his composure. I saw him pitch a game against uh, Minnesota last year, the division champions, and they had no chance. I think he struck out 10, walked none, and pitched it like a two-hit shutout in Minnesota, and I don't even think he was sweating at the end of the night. I think he has changed his delivery to the point where he's got more deception but without losing any velocity or the stuff he had, and I think he's mechanically a lot more sound now where he's going to avoid that injury that he had was prone to in the past. No question about that part. Uh, he's, he's worked so hard at it, and it made a big, big, big difference. Wimperoo, we're out of time here. We're going to see you at SoxFest, right? I will be there. I'm looking forward to it, Mark. Uh, dial up some good weather, will you? <laughs> I, I, I'll get Tom Skilling on the horn here. There you go. If Skilling can't do it, nobody can. Right. I think he's got the direct line to God himself. God bless him. Uh, he's very close. Yeah, he's right there. One, one, one phone call away. Whippy, right. great to talk to you, man. Thank you so much. Great talking to you, Mike. Thank you. Have a great one. Tom Pachork. Everybody in Chicago. Absolutely. Tom Pachork, 720 WGN. Conversation with the Wimp Peru. Tom Pachork, sponsored by Mazda of Orland Park and ZoomZoomNation.com, where they're always trying to make your car shopping fun. Is there anybody more enjoyable than Tom Pachork? Seriously, what a nice guy. I uh, loved to uh, catch up with him, and it's great to have Brooks Boyer on the show. And looking forward to SoxFest coming up, not next weekend, but the following. And a reminder, the 2020 ticket packages are on sale now. Secure your seat with a 20-game plan. Find the plan that meets your schedule and budget. Lower-level plans starting as low as $403. For more information, visit WhiteSox.com or call 312-674-1000. Who's going to lead the Sox in home runs this year? Who do you got? I think Aloy is the favorite, but you could pick a lot of guys, including perhaps, uh, I don't know, Yasmani Grandel would be an interesting choice. Up to your, upgrade your game day in 2020 with premium seating. Enjoy an all-inclusive experience with packages starting at just 20 games. Cheer on your Sox for the best seats in the house. For more information, visit WhiteSox.com or call 312-674-1000.